0: It's time for the Newsmax Daily, from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Arizona, noon on the 7th of June,
1: when they high-balled over the pass. Bulldog Mac with a can on back. Jaguar hauling ass. He's 10 on the floor, stroking bores. seat cover starting the game.
0: CW McCall! i fever you with trucking with a rubber duck, and I'm about to pull a plug on your train. <laughs> Rocking through the night. Come on! We got a little old con boy. Hey, she a beautiful sight? <laughs> okay, for those of you who are uh, millennials or uh, or Gen Z, you may not recognize uh, uh, CW McCall's runaway hit. Uh, he's actually Chip Davis from Mannheim steamroller. I, I don't know if you know that. I don't want to kill your buzz. He wasn't a trucker. He was Chip Davis of Mannheim steamroller. Uh, anyway, um, I just gather around the hearth for just a second, kids, as, uh, as Uncle Rob shares a story of his childhood. Because uh, I was a little kid in the 1970s, so I was a child of uh, Star Wars, and uh, I had a Schwinn bike. Uh, boys drove... Uh, Schwinn stingrays and, and girls uh, rode little chicks. Uh, you know, you could ride the, your, your brother's uh, stingray. It was cool. You didn't have to, didn't have to identify as your brother's sex to do it. it. It was fine. And, you, you know, you either were a big, big wheel man or you were a green machine man. And you could actually stay out after dark and your mom would yell when she wanted to come in and you didn't have a cell phone with you. Uh, so that was what life was like. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the 1970s, truckers became heroes. Do you know why? I mean, I remember when I was, I think, in sixth grade, I had a uh, cover of my three ring binder, and it showed all of the code for using a CB radio. So, 10100 was mean, I'm going to go to the bathroom. 104 is gotcha, you know, over and out, whatever. And there were all these 10100, 1070, 10 whatever, and a lot of these were used by state troopers as, you know, calls of, you know, whatever's going on. If I'm responding to a scene of an accident, it might be a 1036. I don't even know. But I did, and, and, and all of a sudden, uh, truckers were heroes. Smokey and the Man Came Around. I remember seeing it in theaters in fourth grade or whatever it was. Uh, heroes, heroes. Truckers became heroes. And it all came from what? Jimmy Carter cranking the speed limit down to 55 miles an hour. The federal government instituting a mandate that the speed limit nationally would be 55 miles per hour. That's where it came from. Huh. What about a mandate for a vaccine if you want to enjoy any freedom in the country? What about that? Well, things sound a little familiar. So I guess I couldn't think of a better group of people to lead the charge against this COVID mandate than truckers. And let me just say something about truckers. I know a lot of truckers. When I was in high school, I worked at a truck stop as a fry cook. Four years, and I met every drivers for England and Prime and all of these, these carriers nationwide, and they're all good people, and they all worked their arses off, and they had all pull in, starting to rain. I've been on the road for eight hours. Can I just get a cup of coffee? And I hate to tell you this, you liberals who are listening, everything you have in your life that exists physically in your life is because a truck hauled it there. Unless it's like a seashell from a vacation on the eastern shore where you brought it home. Everything, your computer, your food, everything in your refrigerator, your refrigerator, your stove, your car. Everything you have is because a trucker brought it to you. Because even if you live right next to a railway or along a river, you can't just go out to the boat and you can't just go up to the train. Unless you're in L.A. and you just want to steal it. Uh, You've got to have a truck bring it to you. So anybody who has a a diminutive uh, opinion about truckers, uh, you can suck it. Because truckers have one of the toughest jobs in America, even though they sit all day, it is brutal. And they spend days and days without family, and they spend days and days every week on the road by themselves, sleeping in a box in the back of their rig and showering inside a convenience store where you pay for the privilege. Everything you have is because a trucker brought it to you. Open your front door. If you weren't truckers, you wouldn't have a front door. You wouldn't have a house. You build a new house, nothing you have for your new house would arrive unless it came in the back of a tractor trailer. I think I've made my point about truckers. So what a great thing that 45,000 truckers in Canada have done by crossing Canada to Ottawa to sh- give out Ottawa what for. And what does the FOP leader of Canada do when forty-five truckers, 45,000 truckers come to Ottawa? He skips town and doesn't tell anybody where he's going. Here's Donald Trump Saturday night at his gigantic rally in Conway, Texas, talking about truckers. There are far more of us than there are of them that's true the canadian truckers you've been reading about it who are resisting bravely these lawless mandates are doing more to defend american freedom than our own leaders by far and we want those great canadian truckers to know that we are with them all the way they are they've really shown something it's time to move on yes it is Come on. He's bounding down, loaded up and trucking. Come on! are we gonna do what they say can't be done This is just a good song, by the We've way we got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm Eastbound, just what don't right bandit run Keep your foot hard on the pedal Some never mind, they'll Jerry Reed is cooler than you'll ever be in your life I'm sorry, he just is <laughs> Canadian truckers, the Freedom Convoy is vowing to stay in Ottawa until they get rid of all these idiotic uh, vaccine mandates, all of these, uh, this uh, nonsense associated with COVID. Ottawa police on Sunday said they were investigating reports of the desecration of the Tomb of the Unknown, probably Antifa, infiltrating because these people are peaceful. Uh, tensions are high as truckers continue to blockade the city to end a vaccine mandate for truckers. Ottawa residents were furious at the disruption and angered by protesters flying swastikas. Again, plants, bullcrap, give me a break. Uh, protesters could be seen carrying copies of the Charter of Rights and Freedom. See, that's what generally true patriots carry, not swastikas, so it's a lie. While others carried signs reading, God keep our land glorious and free, make Canada great again. Woo! I love it. Protesters said they're in it for the uh, long haul. Long haul little truck lingo here. Here's a, ca- a Canadian truck driver talking about why he's there and how long he's staying.
2: Why did you feel it was important to come to the event? Because I want to fight for the freedoms of Canada and my grandchildren and my
0: kids. Clearly a Nazi white supremacist.
2: All right. And how long do you plan on... To
0: feed your pathetic sorry liberal A-word. Staying. I plan on staying till it's over. Until Justin resigns, all mandates are left
2: All right. And what would you say to
0: Trudeau if he was here right now? I would ask him if he's going to listen to the people and let the people have a choice. Because we don't have a choice in his legislation. He does not have a choice. The people of Canada have nothing to say about vaccine mandates. They are federal.
2: Awesome. Uh, Anything else that you want to add?
0: Clearly a white supremacist, uh, hater, probably listens to the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, here is a, uh, an American trucker. He is identified as uh, Brian Von D. Uh, it looks like American truckers are preparing to follow the lead of their Canadian counterparts and convoy protests from California to D.C. I love this. I love this. I want to see the Beltway packed with truckers uh and it's more than just about the vaccine mandate for truckers it's about all of the control of the federal government on our lives and all of the freedoms that they have restricted and continue to restrict and the swamp and the corruption and the filth of those who move to washington dc and spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours here is brian von d so just know that america is next
1: We've given y'all time. We've given y'all... Terrorist, head, he's a terrorist. ...heads up. And whoever joins it, joins it. And it will start in California.
0: Well, of the Trump rally this weekend and last weekend are any uh, indication, this is going to be freaking huge.
1: And it will end in D.C. And we're going to stay there just like Canada's doing. Um, we're done with the mandates. We're done with the government telling us what to do. We will continue and we will follow...
0: Truck drivers ride alone in a truck, by and large, and uh, they want them to get a vaccine before they enter Canada uh, or vice versa or uh, Mexico or vice versa. Like the rest of the world on
1: these trucker protests. And they will be 100 percent legal. They will abide by the law.
0: But that doesn't mean that the FBI won't try to infiltrate them and make them look bad, you know, like they're doing in Canada with uh, some jackass carrying a, a, a swastika around. Yeah, that's one of the truckers. Dear God in heaven. That's like saying that Trump, uh, that, that Trump rally-goers are violent. They never are. Uh, if that were the case, why was there no violence with the fifty to 100,000 people this weekend in Conway, Texas? Uh, by the way, broadcast on Newsmax Television. And I did an appearance on Newsmax right before we talked. I do want to mention the Taliban, by the way, since Joe Biden uh, withdrew our troops from Afghanistan. 60 U.S. allies have been murdered by the Taliban. These are our friends that we left behind. When Joe Biden wanted to meet a deadline, when Joe Biden wanted to get headlines, when Joe Biden wanted to be our hero and he ended up wrecking his presidency because he made a stupid, stupid mistake by pulling our troops out before, before Americans, actually, who were there. We were withdrawn. We had to go back into a crowded airport where people clung to airplanes, and oh, I believe twenty fell from two thousand feet, and we left hundreds and maybe even thousands of people there. Well, now you know the Taliban. And by the way, the uh, the Taliban uh, uh, told Joe Biden they said that you know we're gonna we're gonna behave and we want to come to the table and we want to you know really turn things around. Uh, President Biden said the world would be watching how the Taliban behave. And uh, and it looks like the Taliban have murdered sixty U.S. allies since uh, seizing control after Biden's withdrawal, presumably with uh, American um, uh, weapons. Well, you know, I'm just you know saying maybe they just stoned him to death. You know, you don't need American-made rocks. You know, I think I think in Taliban the idea of a, you know an arms uh, dealer they they sell uh, Molotov cocktails and rocks, and uh, and I think they sell the same stuff to uh, Antifa. But uh, Secretary General uh, Antonio Guterres said in a report the U.N. had received credible allegations of more than 100 former members of the Afghan government, its security forces, and those who worked with international troops have been killed. Two-thirds of the deaths, just over 60, uh, led to result from extrajudicial killings by the Taliban or its affiliates. Around 30 have been killed in unexplained circumstances, which, yeah, whatever. Anyway, there you go. This is what happens when you leave, uh, when you leave your, your allies behind. I've been saying for a while that if the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say that what you are saying is misinformation or disinformation, it means that you've discovered the truth. And the Democrat Party and the the aforementioned have all in the last two years, actually a little bit more than that since the uh, 2020 election, uh, since the uh, 16 election really, have done their very best to censor in a very North Korean or Soviet style the thoughts of americans it is clearly a campaign to shut down dissent that's why i say dissent is not disinformation joe rogan i don't think is a very political person to be quite i'm not sure where he is politically i believe he's probably a center left libertarian but i do know that he was willing to entertain an alternative viewpoint by interviewing And it wasn't a butt-kissing interview like Joe Scarborough does with the Democrat. It wasn't anything like that. It wasn't like, uh, you know, Stephen Colbert with Whoopi Goldberg. It wasn't anything like that. It was bringing Dr. Robert Malone on to talk about the vaccine and its necessity and, uh, you know, this this, uh, mania that has swept the country, which is very similar to what happened in Nazi Germany as happened before. But because he allowed Robert Malone to actually speak In an inquisitive interview, it's unacceptable because you know he's been banned on YouTube and you can't have that. He's been banned on Facebook, he's been banned on YouTube, and therefore, if you give him an outlet, you are the enemy. You are a tool of disinformation. He had Dr. Peter McAuliffe on. To talk about the COVID, a different viewpoint, an open interview, not necessarily citing one way or the other. But the thing that really set off the left was that Joe Rogan beat COVID, even though he didn't have the vaccine. And he chose a couple medicines that have been used around the world that have worked beautifully and worked beautifully for him and worked beautifully for me, by the way. He talked about ivermectin. He talked about uh, hydroxychloroquine. He talked about z He talked about monoclonal antibodies. But because he is differing than the state opinion, he must be shut down. And it's odd that the things that are banned, that are, are verboten, that are removed you from, uh, from Facebook, are always the same things that are banned on Twitter. They are always the same party lines from the Democrat Party. Nationally, they are intertwined. You never see Facebook go, "Oh, you can't talk about uh, how uh, you know chocolate chippies, ch- chip cookies are terrible. you know you, you can't talk <laughs> I mean they're literally there there are certain things that have been, and uniformly they are verboten by those three entities that I just mentioned. Um, Joe Rogan. Decided to have a conversation and include a couple of doctors who have been told by social media that their opinions are Misinformation or disinformation and that's wrong and it's funny because from the get-go with regard to uh, this this virus and I started saying this back in March of 2020 because there was this big push to make this worse than the Black Plague, that it was going to kill everyone. And I I noticed as things went on that uh, some businesses were able to stay open and others were closed, and the people whose business uh, stayed open, like Home Depot and Lowe's and whatnot, uh, there weren't mass casualties at these companies. There weren't body pits behind the stores. Um, I, I noticed things like that happening And and then it just kept going and going. And then I saw the hypocrisy of leaders like Gavin Newsom and Nancy Pelosi and others not wearing masks when they explicitly said you have to wear a mask to save other people and to save yourself. And yet they selectively wore the mask. And so to them, I'd always say, well, listen, they either have a death wish, they don't care, or they don't believe the crap that they're peddling. And ultimately, it's about the latter. It is about not believing the crap they're peddling. It is about controlling people. It's about shutting down free speech. And it's happening all over the world. It's happening all over the world. But Joe Rogan just happens to be the latest target of the left. Here is CBS yesterday. You have a First Amendment right to
1: say what you want. You don't have a First Amendment right to appear on a platform as large as Spotify. That's the issue. Joe Rogan is correct that the medical world gets stuff wrong, but True. there's a process. Yeah, and
0: they've pretty much gotten everything wrong. So what was information is now disinformation on their part. So why isn't the CDC taken off all platforms? Why is uh, Anthony Fauci not taken off all platforms? Because they both preached disinformation uh, when they thought it was actually information. That's by which the medical world corrects Like, for instance, uh, that the vaccine will stop you from getting sick, or that cloth masks work, or social distancing of six feet work. All folderol all nonsense
1: itself, and that process is not interviewing guys on the fringe of the medical world on your massive. Then
0: why do you uh, interview Black Lives Matter? Why did you ever interview Patrice Cullors? She is on the fringe of the other side. There's nothing mainstream about Black Lives Matter, but they're never. Touched on social media platform. That's called irresponsible. It's not censorship, right? Editors are. Oh yeah, it's it's censorship. Censors. They're ensuring quality. It's this. Yes, it's quality. It's it's uh, it's saying that uh, we will decide what is true uh, at the moment, and eventually it may change, and we'll just forget that uh, we ever said anything. Other
2: problem too is people say, "Well, just turn it off. You don't have to listen to it." The thing is, a lot of people do listen to it, and they're getting false incorrect information and
0: thank god you're here to be our babysitter so we can figure out what is right is right and wrong uh, honestly, the people who listen to the Joe Rogan program, yes, there probably are a bunch of dope-smoking rubes who have no idea, but I would venture to say that most who listen to the Joe Rogan program are able to say, oh, you know, not so much. You know, Like, for instance, I look at different uh, conservative blogs every single day, and and I look at some things, and I go, yeah, and then I look at other things, and I say, no. I look at the Gateway Pundit. I like the Gateway Pundit. I think it's wonderful. They break a lot of cool stuff, and then there's sometimes I see Gateway Pundit, and I go, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not so down with this. I need more information. Uh, It is amazing what people can do when they actually are given a choice instead of what you're proposing, which is one-sided view of everything from an arbiter that says and decides what is true and what is false. Hey, it's Carson. Uh, many of you take supplements as I do to maintain and improve health. I've recently found a company that I would consider a diamond in the rough. It's called Amio Life. They have developed a revolutionary line of natural wellness products. I take their probiotic for my gut and their multivitamin, and I'm having workouts like I did in my 30s. My mental sharpness is spot on, and I'm sleeping better. Hundreds of thousands of people take alkaline structured silver along with all of the Amio Life products. Amio Life is a company that has created natural products to support our daily life lives that are free of chemicals, fillers, and the things we don't want in our bodies. I believe Amio Life products have really helped me after uh, getting over COVID. Not fun, by the way. Plus, they have a customer service team that really cares, and you'll be amazed by their dedication and support. If you want to enhance your overall wellness, you need to uh, write this number down, okay? It's 800-422-8148. Tell them Rob Carson sent you. You get 20% off now. You can also go to ameolife.com. That's A-M-E-O-Life.com. Use promo code rob20 and save 20% on a selection of their amazing products. Let's do this together and make 2022 a very healthy one, shall we? One 18004228148 mention Rob Carson or AMEOLife.com. promo code rob20 for AMEOLife. This is kind of interesting because the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat party had no proof that the virus didn't come from a lab but they said that was factual and they didn't have any proof that it did come from Wuhan which is the uh, the side that I come from i did it did come from a Wuhan lab but one side was considered disinformation at the time and one side was shut down okay and now we know yeah pretty much duh it came from a lab in Wuhan <laughs> you know that's, that's the way this is going. That's, that's the way this has always been. Now, let's move on to the, uh, the convoy in Canada. Justin Trudeau is the Prime Minister of Canada. Justin Trudeau has uh, left the capital of Canada, Ottawa, after these truckers rolled into Ottawa. Apparently, in several locations, the truckers have met, met with SWAT teams. There's been no violence But apparently there are SWAT teams available there in case anything happens. But Justin Trudeau says he will not meet with the Freedom Convoy because of their, quote, hateful rhetoric. Have you heard a single thing from any of these truckers that has been hateful other than we want freedom in our country and we are patriotic Canadians? Have you heard anything like that? Have you heard any truckers say, we're going to Ottawa because we hate black people? We're going to Ottawa because we are racist? None of that. But Justin Trudeau, with his words, is attempting to swat the truckers. And let me explain. For those of you who don't know what swatting is, swatting is something that is uh, vicious and cruel that has been happening online. I've heard uh, gamers doing it to their opponents. Or uh, people, maybe exes doing it to uh, their exes, where they call the police on someone, their enemy, and say, Hey, man, I just wanted you to know this person has a gun and he's acting very, uh, you know, uh, strangely. And the police go there and they are on full alert thinking that the possibility of violence could happen. And sometimes it's resulted in people getting killed who otherwise were completely innocent. This is what Justin Trudeau is doing when he calls truckers racist, when he says that they use hateful rhetoric, when he says they are Nazis, etc. The same goes with the left in this country. And you see the repercussions uh, happening, With, the, for instance, in, uh, in uh, Wisconsin, when a black man who was a Black Lives Matter supporter ran over a bunch of white people intentionally, just mowed them over in a Christmas parade. Because he was driven by hateful rhetoric like what Justin Trudeau is saying. And what is worse, Justin Trudeau calling a peaceful movement racist and violent, or Joe Rogan having a doctor on who expresses an opposite viewpoint of what Vivek Murphy and uh, Anthony Fauci has to say? Please answer that. <laughs> political commentator, former Deputy National Security Advisor. KT McFarland joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Good morning, KT. How are you?
2: I'm good, thank you. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. I know you've been really, really busy. I've been talking to your assistant, and I greatly appreciate you finding the time to be on the show. Um, You know, I can't be an expert on everything. Uh, I certainly am not. And when it comes to foreign policy, you're my go-to. I've always respected your opinion. I've always appreciated your commentary. I want to ask you, people are saying that Joe Biden is willing to protect the Ukraine border but not willing to protect ours. Why is Joe Biden so interested in the possibility of spending American treasure and possibly spilling American blood on the Ukraine border with Russia?
2: Well, I don't think he is going to send troops into Ukraine, and he shouldn't send troops into Ukraine. What he should do is reinforce NATO, which is what he is doing. Um, But, you know, I I just cannot understand the rationale of getting so excited about that Ukraine border with the Russians and yet doing nothing about the American border and not even admitting that there's a problem. Um, I think it just shows how crazy the far left is um, in pushing Joe Biden in their direction, where they don't really care about the American border. They, they want an open border, and they want all of those people that they're letting in to come into the United States, yeah. be relocated around the country, and then vote for Democrats.
0: It's odd because um, uh, Jen Psaki has completely denied all of the evidence that is very plain to see. We saw the videotape of the uh, the police uh, body cam uh, showing the Westchester airport uh, people being unloaded we've seen bus loads unloaded. it is it is very very clear that it is happening but Gensaki is willing to say to the American people what you're seeing doesn't exist. It's to the point where it's really insulting our intelligence at this point while they are endangering the country.
2: Well, and when she actually yesterday at a podcast laughed off yeah. the fact that there's a law enforcement crisis and a crime <laughs> crisis in the country and said, well, the people who think that are living in a bubble. Well, I, you know, I have a feeling that the White House people are in a bubble.
0: Why are they doing this? Why do they just think that the media water carriers and the water carriers in the big social media will do their very best to cover up? Because it looks like these lies, these untruths have become so big and so obvious to the American people. Clearly, they're being reflected in uh, polling with regard to the Biden administration. What are they hoping to achieve by denying things that everybody knows are happening aren't happening?
2: You know, look, they're getting away with it. I mean, to a certain extent, maybe not on your show, maybe not on Fox News, maybe not (laughs) on conservative media. But, you know, the media is not covering Joe Biden. They're covering up for Joe Biden.
0: The other day, a White House official said that you know, while this uh, the United States is uh, distracted by the Ukraine and uh, a Russian border crisis, uh, you know, you've got uh, North Korea launching missiles. You've got China uh, flying over Taiwan. And this official said they're not related. It's not because the bad actors in the world are trying to take advantage of a distracted Joe Biden uh, when it's very clear it isn't just a happenstance that all of these things are happening around the world.
2: You know, they, it's not a happenstance. And what happens in international relations, I mean, frankly, in life, is that when you see your adversary down and out and in trouble and getting beaten up on one side, man, that's, that's not when you let up. That's when you go in for the kill. And so here's the United States, again, you know, with a, a feeble president, um, a distracted political environment, and they're seeing that, that they can't handle, the United States can't seem to handle what's going on in Europe, isn't able to convince the germans to join anybody to stand up against the russians and so as a result everybody's going to take their moment their china's going to take its moment iran is going to take its moment north korea is going to take its moment and they absolutely are all completely related maybe not in joe biden's mind or the people who work for him but they are all related
0: so essentially what vladimir putin wants is for Ukraine not to join NATO and for Ukraine not to allow nuclear missiles back on its land. That's essentially it. Why isn't Joe Biden willing to say, OK, that's cool? What do you think?
2: Well, you know, we're not done with this crisis yet, and that may be where he ends up. You know, what the Chinese you- yesterday came and suggested that Joe Biden accept the Russian terms. The Russian president is giving a news conference as we speak to say that, that he's not going to accept anything less than um, what he's asked for, which is what you pointed out, that you can, Ukraine cannot join NATO, and in fact NATO gets rolled back. And I don't think any American president is going to roll NATO back. But the key here, you know, I mean, the whole thing is it could have so easily been fixed. Yeah. Um, it's energy independence is the whole issue here. Because yeah. Europe is in, um, they're being blackmailed by Russia because they're so dependent <laughs> upon Russian oil and natural gas. all aspects of their economy 30 40 even 50 percent in some countries dependent upon russia so russia's going to do what russia's going to do and none of those countries in europe dare say anything to jeopardize their economic position vis-a-vis russia now what's the solution to that well you know america had a terrific energy industry a year ago and we were exporting oil and natural gas well if we went back and did that again we could go to those european countries and say hey look let's make you a deal you can't You know, you can't refuse. We're going to supply you with cheap, abundant, reliable American energy, oil and natural gas. We're going to help build that so that you can have it accessible to you. And then you don't have to be reliant and dependent upon the Russians.
0: You know, it's like so many things with the Biden administration. Uh, they make the United States energy dependent on OPEC, and then they they sit back and go, "Oh my God, we can't do anything about a problem we caused." Yeah, exactly. uh, the same way with the border. It's like stepping over the body at a murder scene, uh, you know, and and avoiding it, or or going to uh, you know the Northern Triangle to uh, address the the root causes of what's happening at the border. It's all nonsense. Joe Biden enabled Vladimir Putin by allowing the Nord Stream two. Py- pipeline to succeed, and now here we are again in a mess that we created, and we're acting like, I don't know why, you know, why, uh, you know, uh, uh, Vladimir Putin is in a position of power. It honestly, they create their own problems, and then they do a circuitous way to a solution. It's ridiculous.
2: And the media doesn't hold them responsible. Hey, Rob, I've got a run. I've got something else going on, but it's terrific to talk to you.
0: All right. God bless you, girl, and uh, best of luck to you, and I'll make sure to promote you on social media. Have a good day. Great. Thanks. All right, there you go. Okay, so KT McFarland had to go. I didn't know if we had had a time limit or not. Uh, but, you know, th- this, is, this is the case. And I've used the analogy of, uh, of a turtle that might uh, intentionally flip itself over on its back later and go, How did I get here? You know, or, or, or a bug in the middle of the highway. That's what Joe Biden has done with so many things. They created a border crisis. By getting rid of uh, a number of different policies that were working terrifically under the presidency of uh, Donald Trump. And then they go, oh my God, I don't know what I can do. I don't know what to do about it. So we'll put Kamala, you know, whoever in charge, and they will actually go around the problem for a solution that's as plain as the nose on their face. And this is the same thing going on with uh, what's happening in Ukraine. You know, I, I don't necessarily like to talk about foreign policy and all this stuff, but and that's why I get experts on like KT McFarland, because she's, um, uh, she's wonderful at what she does. I didn't get a chance to ask her if she thought that Joe Biden would stumble into a military conflict over there, and KT sounds like that's not going to happen. So I know I hear a lot of people, uh, Michael Savage and others saying he might wag the dog. And, and listen, we are dealing with a Democrat party that is willing to call its opposition uh, Nazis and uh, willing to uh, throw January 6th protesters in jail for a year, deny them food and water and uh, visitation and put them in solitary confinement for months and months and injure them and torture them. Uh, and so the people who are doing that are in charge of the federal government and in charge of Joe Biden. So. I think anything's possible. Anything is possible you got to understand that there were, I believe, 16,000 hours of videotape of the Capitol inside the Capitol. They are not going, they're not releasing it. And the and the reason being is because, like, for instance, in the Capitol Rotunda, the protesters who went in stayed within the velvet ropes and did no damage to it. And there are uh, copious pictures of this. Uh, there was not $100 million worth of damage to the interior of the Capitol. There was very little damage, if any, done to the interior of the Capitol. And if there was damage done, it wasn't by Trump supporters. They don't do that they never have. Antifa does. The left does. The left and Antifa are always violent. That's just the way it is. And you could say mostly peaceful and whatever. But you know at a Trump rally for instance the other night, 50 plus 1000 people in Conroe, Texas, 50,000 people. It wasn't mostly peaceful. It was peaceful. But the left in this country is going to do its very best to SWAT people. So it's essentially saying Untruth that will uh, create a fury among different people and also alert law enforcement uh, to a, an unfounded threat. Anything to get the other side of the political equation to shut down or possibly even be harmed. That's the way they do it. That's the way they do it. Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, is not a racist. He's not an anti-Semite. Apparently, there was a small group of Nazis that appeared in Florida. There was a small news story, and the uh, the left and the news media decided to tie it to Ron DeSantis. He would have none of it.
1: So what I'm going to say is these people... Uh, these Democrats who were trying to use this as some type of political issue to try to smear me as if I had something uh, to do with it, we're not playing their game. You know, some jackasses, you know, doing this on the street. First of all, state law enforcement is going to hold them accountable. There was
0: a small group of uh, neo-Nazi demonstrations in Orlando. You know, like, they're, they've always been huge. No, they're always stupid, lunatic, fringe crap.
1: ...because they were doing stuff on the overpass. Uh, so we're, so they're absolutely going to...
0: Did the media actually uh, interview any of these uh, supposed neo-Nazis who probably are Democrat plants? ...do that. Did and I say that out loud? Yeah, I did, because I think it's true. ...they should do that.
1: Uh, but I'm not going to have people try to smear me that belong to a political party that has elevated anti-Semites to the halls of Congress like Ilhan Omar... That have played footsie with the BDS movement, that even have people in their party that have cavorted people in the Farrakhan. No, we're gonna take our record in Florida and what we've done, sign the strongest anti Semitism bill in the country. We've stood Well, he
0: only does that because he's trying to distract from the fact that he's an anti Semite. Right. <laughs> there was footage of a, a conversation between a driver and the neo-Nazis went viral over the weekend. Uh, left-wing activists attempting to link Desantis to the group, and uh, and uh, it's kind of interesting. This, is according to Desantis spokesperson Christina Pushaw, who often takes on left-wing critics on social media, questioned whether the Nazis were even real. I doubt they were. Right from Central Casting. You know, the same costumes that uh, you know they, they used in Mel Brooks movies. Uh, given the recent evidence of Democrats and anti-Trump activists posing as white supremacists to generate outrage as in the recent Virginia election. You'll recall that. Uh, that's what they're doing. That's what they are doing. And, uh, and uh, DeSantis is right to call them out. And they're trying the same thing. The left is trying the same thing in Canada. And the, the uh, glorious, foppish well-groomed, perfect hair, premier of Canada, is saying that uh, the, the peaceful convoy of truck drivers driving to Ottawa because Canada has unilaterally, its federal government said, truckers cannot bring their products into the United States without a vaccine. And the same for, vice versa from America. That's what they're protesting. This has nothing to do with anti-Semitism. It has nothing to do with racism. But this is how desperate the left and Justin Trudeau are that they do that. And I'm going to tell you, if you're willing to do that to your opposition, I never lie about the left. I never make things up about the left. I don't have to. I don't have to say that protests by Black Lives Matter in Minneapolis were not peaceful because they cost, uh, they cost $150 million in damage in Minneapolis alone. They burned down a pawn store and the guy in the basement was burned to death. They didn't find out until two months later and the guy who burned down the place is getting ten year in prison and probably could get out before then. I don't have to make stuff up about Black Lives Matter. I don't have to say, I don't have to, you know, let me be like Justin Trudeau say. you know, these... Uh these truck drivers actually set fire to a police substation and tipped over police cars and uh, set fire to dumpsters and rolled them into store windows. you know uh, yeah, that didn't happen but it did happen in America because the left did it. all right I don't need to make up stuff about the left. they do it. but the left is willing to make up things about me about patriotic americans that are untrue and that means they are intellectually broken that means that they are are morally broken and they're not good people and by the way a uh, baby from cyprus has been refused uh, heart surgery in three countries over the fact that his parents are not vaccinated Three-year-old Cypriot toddler with a heart condition was refused necessary surgery in three different countries because his parents are not vaccinated against the Chinese virus. They are now awaiting surgery in Greece. Apparently, there's no uh, limits on this uh, when it comes to Germany, of all the countries. Yeah, yeah. The father said that uh, his confusion regarding the decision after a, a hospital in Germany refused surgery, he says, I know that uh, unvaccinated patients are admitted to hospitals in Germany, but apparently they changed their mind on this. So now it's, uh, it's parents who are unvaccinated. It, this is so random. Do you understand why Americans, why anybody in the world would hold a protest against the powers that be with regard to COVID, rules, regulations, shutdowns, et cetera? Because a good share of it is just about control. Just about control. Have a glorious, glorious day. God bless our military, both living and uh, departed. God bless the Gold Star families, our first responders, police officers, border patrol agents, and of course you. And until tomorrow, do not, do not, do not catch the stupid thanks for listening to the newsmax daily with rob carson check your cable guide or newsmaxtv.com. tv.com or watch free on youtube roku apple pluto Sumo, amazon fire and your smart tv newsmax america's fastest growing cable news channel check NewsmaxTV.com for details